Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, at whatever time this podcast finds you, just know that it's right. So hang on tight as we dive into some delightful insight. Disclaimer. Now, although we will discuss many topics on this podcast, it does not substitute for any medical, financial, or legal advice. Please always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare providers and or specialists in each field of your interest with any questions that you may have. Well and informed is not responsible for any claims that advise against this disclaimer. Welcome to Well and Informed Podcast. I am your host here, C the Informant. Hey y'all, what's up? It is Jesse, your co-host for the day. Guys, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. And if you are our returning guest, welcome back. We truly appreciate your tuning mm-hmm. in. Be sure to check us out, our previous episodes, so that you can join us and be up to date with what our discussions and topics are. We are not experts, but we are here, hopefully, to encourage you with our experiences. So pretty much like here for moral support, encouragement, and to be an inspiration to you guys. Hopefully, we, we, can, we can help you out there. Today, our episode's topic of discussion is letting go. <laughs> because yeah, man, this is a... <laughs> interesting topic <laughs> it, it really is and because we promised you guys that we would you know be pretty much transparent with you we are learning that in the midst of our start and we're also learning that letting go can be toxic if we continue to hold on to things that we need to actually release but on the flip side it can be rewarding when we do the question still remains why are we still holding on to whatever it may be that's hindering us from the rewarding side of letting go? That is, for me, <laughs> that's huge. I mean, just huge. It, it really is. And, you know, even just prior to this topic, we just really felt like the Lord was telling us that we need to discuss this topic. And mm-hmm. I was hesitant. <laughs> I was really hesitant at first because, Same. you know, when you're going through something Mm -hmm. you're like i'm not an expert in this i know we always say we're not experts but it's the truth we're not you know experts in these topics and Mm -hmm. you know when you're still going through something it's hard to if you feel like how can i discuss this how can i give advice on this when i'm still going through it but i think it's also to let people know that they're not alone in going through these things and i've said this before that um, with Carol and I, we often go through the same things at the same time. It may not be the same exact thing, but it's often similar. Right. It's like every time we we talk about once a week and every time we talk, the stories that happen to us in that time frame are always like pretty close. So we're able to like, so when we pray together, our focus is usually like on like a central topic. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about letting go. And um, we're just going to talk about two areas um, that we need to work on letting go and just like how we're working through that and how we're how we're pushing through. Um, Yeah. So I guess I'll just go ahead and start with the first topic that we want to talk about. We want to talk about habits and mindsets. I feel like for myself, God has been showing me my true identity, mm-hmm. my identity in him. And I feel like over the years, I have, I formed identities that weren't my own. 
just as an example, I want to talk about um, just what I've gone through in um, just my experiences when it comes to being in the workplace. Man, I kind of feel the the tears welling up because it's still, wow. like I said, it's something that I'm I'm working through. Um, so just to I don't want to say to be brief because whenever I say that it's not brief, <laughs> it's not brief. Um, but just totally for me, um, I haven't had, I've had experiences in the workplace that weren't the greatest. I wouldn't say they were horrible, but I've had experiences with managers, uh, supervisors, whoever, and I've felt very, um, I have this fear of messing up. I guess I can start there. I have a fear of messing up. I've had this this mindset in like almost every job that I've had of like, don't mess up, don't mess up. I guess you can say I get work anxiety. Mm -hmm. For me, the thought of working for years Mm. at a job that you have to be good at in order to have a roof over your head and to have make sure your bills are paid, to have food, everything that freaks me out, to be honest. And so... I've carried that anxiety into my workplace and I've had supervisors who've run into patience with me. Like I could tell if I didn't do something quick enough or if I, you know, messed up in an area, they would be annoyed with me. And so whenever I would mess up, I would think, man, they regret hiring me or Mm -hmm. they, you know, regret, um, yeah, saying yes to me. And Mm -hmm. so I've carried that that's the identity that I've put on is that I'm dumb. I'm not good enough to hold on to these roles. So I'll talk about my my first job. I believe I was like 16 or 17. I got a job in a snack bar at a water park. It's a typical, typical Florida job, I guess you could say. <laughs> and um, I got hired and there was this, um, I was working in a snack bar and there, one of the higher ups of the water park mm-hmm. noticed Um, She noticed me. She noticed how well I worked, how kind I was. And she wanted to, um, she wanted me to become a lead. Mm -hmm. A lead and pretty much like an assistant manager position. And, you know, I wasn't working there for long. And so I was like, wow, like this, this woman, this higher up sees me. She wants me to get promoted. And I'm like, wow, that's, I guess you could say that's where the work anxiety formed because I was overseeing a bunch of people around my age a little even some older some younger Mm -hmm. and i was really trying to find like my voice i was trying to be assertive trying to be these things and Mm -hmm. i found that oftentimes i failed because i allowed the fear of being assertive to um just to get in the way of that Mm -hmm. and i used to feel sometimes like my managers were just like tired of me like when i would mess up and Mm -hmm. i would go into work every day telling myself jesse don't mess up don't mess up and then when i did mess up i was like see I knew you were going to mess like I knew I was going to mess up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it was just like this, this repeating thing. And so I used to wonder like, man, maybe I should just like go back and tell them like, I can't do this. I should demote myself. You know, I just had all of these thoughts. And then I had to like check myself yeah. because I was like, one of the higher ups in the space saw mm-hmm. something. Yeah. He saw something in me. I know it's just, you know, it's a water park, but to me, it's so much deeper. Like somebody, a higher up saw potential in me. Absolutely. And it kind of, it reminds me just of God and how he sees like potential in us. Yeah. 
Mm. Wow. Yeah, he just sees potential and it's when others don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Man, I did not want to cry today. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, I felt like God used that situation to just like, to show me like, just how I, um, what I need to let go of. Um, yeah. That it doesn't matter if the people around you don't necessarily like choose you. Right, right. And right. so, um, yeah, I just had to let go of that identity of I'm, you know, not capable of doing certain things that mm -hmm. I'm not capable of like holding, you know, these positions, these higher positions. Right. Because if God no chose me for it, then I'm chosen for it. Absolutely. 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 And you know what? That that goes into hand in hand with um what what mine is. It's like we have I have to remind myself to release myself of what others expectations are of me mm -hmm. and focus on am I fulfilling who God has called me to be exactly and I think that that's so big and I can relate to you because I can just be quite um open here too like I remember um, I should say my previous job I was dealing with a lot of health challenges so physically it was it, I had physical interruptions and just it was like it seemed like it was daily to almost every other day which made me feel so horrible that I could not you know, be there for my, um, my coworkers in the way that I really fully wanted to be. And I felt that they were so tired and sometimes it would be shown. And I wasn't upset with them because I could understand that. Like, you know, um, my manager, she would, when I say that she gave me so much grace and I really feel like God had placed me there, um, under her, um, to be given that grace, but to see that he gives that same grace, like, you know, and, and not only does he give that same grace, he gives us that grace to grow. And that's um, mm -hmm. something that my, my pastor Bishop, um, always uses, you know, we have to give that, that, that room and give uh, grace to grow, but it's just like releasing ourselves. If we can get to the point to release ourselves of the expectations of what we think that they're thinking, or even some expectations that they may have even expressed in life. Um, for me, it's like some, I had some people to express at one point, oh, well, you need to go, you know, further into your um, career in the healthcare field. But that's not mm -hmm. what God was telling me to do. That's not what God was leading me to do. And I had to pay, um, I, I would reflect on previously not leading and following what God would, would say for me to do at a point where it cost me big time. And it's like, we have to be so careful that we are living up to God's standards and his expectations over what other people's expectations are. That reflects, that goes into the mindset. Like we have to have a mindset to just focus on expe expectations of what God is expecting of us, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And I feel like everything, I just feel like this is timely because um, just recently this past Sunday, uh, my, my father, he spoke at my church, The Gathering Harlem. He did a message on God's glory mm -hmm. and being in his presence. And the first point that he brought up, and it's, I'll just read it, you know, so you guys can um, hear where I'm coming from. So he says, um, for point one, he says, a revelation of the glory of God will often expose an aspect of your life that you must mortify 
in order to come into conformity with his will for your life. And he will hold you strictly accountable for what he reveals to you. Mm. And that reminds me like what you're saying, because, Mm. you know, it's like there are parts of us that that have to die. And that can be people pleasing or focusing on what other people think of us. Because those things are holding us back. Ultimately, what matters is what we're just that we're doing what God wants us to do. And we're in walking along the path that he wants us to walk. So like I said, that that was just timely there. Indeed. Um with indeed. what you just yeah, your story. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I'm just thinking here, um it's like when we know better, we do better, right? Mm-hmm. But and for scripture reference, it would be first Corinthians thirteen and eleven. I'm gonna read the King James version. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I understood as a child, and I understood as a child. I also thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And this just reminds me, we must grow. And and reflecting on that and just how it ties into, for me, it's like whenever God shows us like what we're supposed, what standards and expectations he wants us to live up, we have to put away old habits. We have Mm -hmm. to put away old things and we have to operate no longer in our childish ways but in a way that we are growing. And and for me, that sticks hard because it's like habits that he continues to press into me that I have to let go of. Old habits of um, not being disciplined, focused and consistent. Like I'm working my way through letting those things go because I know there is going to be a cost if I don't. Yeah. And I'm, you know, thinking about, you know, my job experiences and what's happened to me throughout the years. Mm -hmm. I've had to work on like shedding like that 16 year old me's like mindset of don't mess up don't mess up because that was a learning experience Mm -hmm. you know it was my first job it was a little over 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and so you know that was just that was like I said it was a learning experience for me to know which how in the areas I need to improve in and so absolutely you know it's just crazy how these past experiences things that we've gone through years ago how can affect our our present Absolutely. Our, you know our current um state because even in the jobs that i have now i sometimes still find myself saying like don't mess this up don't mess yeah. this up and yeah to the point where i feel like i overthink things that my supervisors aren't even thinking that much about <laughs> or, or stressing out over yeah and so i've had to like calm myself down and be like I'm not who I once was. Absolutely. I'm in a different place now. Yeah. We are human. Mm-hmm. There might be some errors. We're not going to be able to catch every single thing. Right. Um, but do your best. Be diligent at what you do. And so yeah. that's something that I just find myself still like working through. Mm-hmm. I'm reminding myself that I'm made anew and that I'm not who that person was anymore. And right. just because I make I might make a mistake here or fall short in this area. That doesn't mean that I'm not chosen. That doesn't mean that I'm not good at what I do. And speaking of the past, you know, since we're we're talking about it, um, for myself, I can be a very nostalgic person. Yeah. Um, it's even in my design style, mm-hmm. um, like in my graphics, in my clothing, my fashion style. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm very nostalgic. I love 90s <laughs> everything, 80s love everything. Love it, love and it. And so something that I've realized or discovered about myself is that I found that my love, that my love for the past often prevents me from seeing the new things that God has in store. I've said this, I believe in the first episode, but 
I'm from New York originally, mm-hmm. and I moved to Florida when I was about like, I think I was 12, and I lived there for a little over 10 years, and mm-hmm. I moved back to New York. And for me, I often um, reminisce on what life was like in Florida. There were little cares, I had my best friends, all my surrounded by my friends, all of that. And, you know, there was just really good memories, mm-hmm. especially like in the early 2010s. I think maybe it's because life was less stressful than like after high school. And so, you know, relocating back to New York, I find that I'm often stuck in the past of, man, I really miss those times. Yeah. But I think sometimes I get so focused on, on what I miss mm-hmm. that I'm not looking at the right now. I'm not enjoying Man. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, I guess it's a part of growing up, maybe because back then I wasn't as stressed about bills. I wasn't stressed about like, you know, my career. But I feel like there are, I just think that by focusing so much on the past, I'm not really seeing what God is doing right now. And it reminds Wait. me of the um, the Bible scripture, um, mm-hmm. the scripture Isaiah 43 and 19. Mm-hmm. And it says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mm-hmm. And so I have to remind myself of that scripture. Yeah. Because I feel like by focusing on the past, it per- I'm not enjoying my my current. And there's so many great things that are happening right now. Absolutely. But having those blinders on, I can't see it. So yeah. that's an area that I feel like God is like even like working on me with is like, hey, mm-hmm. I got some exciting things coming your way. Like, absolutely. Look forward. You know, I have exciting opportunities, exciting people, those things. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that part of me is just being like, you know, broken down. So good. It, it makes me reflect on um, because you're saying like, if we don't let go of the past, we can actually miss the very miracles and blessings that can be happening right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're so focused and our eyes are turned back that way and looking on the past. And it, it makes me think of uh, the story in the Bible. Uh, it's in John, John 11, 38 through 44. It's about Lazarus being raised from the dead. And for all those Bible readers out there, you may know, but for those who, who may not know the story, I'll brief it really quick. Um, there and I'll, I'll just paraphrase and brief it really, really quick. I try to do my best. So Martha, um, there was a sister and a brother. Martha was a sister. Lazarus was the brother. And it came to a point where Lazarus was actually Jesus' good friend. Um, and Jesus was away doing work. And Martha experienced her own brother dying, like right before her eyes, right? So he died and she was like, man, you know, she sent for him, go get Jesus. And she's, I can imagine she's probably like, well, what's taking him so long to get back? Mm-hmm. And Jesus didn't get him. He had already been dead for, he didn't get there. Lazarus had already been dead for four days by the time Jesus came back. Right. So it was just like my mindset and thinking of this and how it connects is what if Martha didn't let go of what she saw that happened right before her own eyes in that mm-hmm. present moment, like her brother dying. Right. What if she didn't let go of that point by the time Jesus got to her? She could have just been arguing back at him like you missed it. Where were you and everything? But when Jesus spoke, she listened. It was just like, you know, a time where he died. But if she didn't let go of what her eyes saw and grab a hold to the concept of the miracle that Jesus was really bringing him back to life right there in that present moment, he yeah. he, he brought him back to life like she would have been she would have missed out 
she she may not have even been able to receive the good news of her brother being resurrected being resurrected so it's just like you know we can miss the very miracles and blessings that are that can be happening or taking place right in front of us if if we if we don't let go she had to let go of that mindset in order to receive the new mindset of what well, he's going to be risen like right now he's he's going to be resurrected right now you get what i'm saying so it's just like that that just spoke to me heavy it spoke to me deep um just to make sure that we're focusing on and having the right mindset to receive um after we're letting go you know that is really good there's a quote that i heard um about not looking to the past because god isn't there anymore mm. and there was also another quote that i heard um i'd be hearing quotes i gotta remember who, i love it <laughs> i gotta remember who it, it comes from yeah. but i remember talking with my sister once and she mm. um heard someone say that god is not sentimental meaning mm. like he when he brings you from a place like he doesn't sit back and say oh remember this time or this mm. was a really good time he's like okay that season's over yeah you know so we have true. to keep moving forward My goodness. whereas with us we can be stuck on like man like mm -hmm. i miss that friendship i miss that relationship yeah but god's like okay but it's over now like <laughs> yo that's yeah. real that's real gotta get to the next step you have to get to the next step and you know what sometimes we if we don't let go of those and i can i can be a testament to this like if we don't let go of those friendships or relationships they can be a huge distractant distraction. We spoke on that before. <clears throat> yep. We spoke on that before, but it's just like we have to let go in order to receive what's what's ahead. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. We're preaching to ourselves, y'all. Remember, yes. <laughs> we're also <laughs> preaching to ourselves right now. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that we can. Um, care if you want to go into the the next topic um, of what we're working on releasing the second topic we want to talk about is past hurt yeah sure and mm -hmm. unforgiveness forgiveness is hard mm. it is really hard to do and carol if you want to talk a little bit on that and i can you know jump in sure i mean i can i can speak to myself of um having to forgive myself mm. on the point that i was previously talking about like having to forgive myself for not listening to the direction that God was leading me to at the time that I was pursuing my education and nursing. And that was a big hurt for me because I was really trying to live up to the expectations of others. Guys, don't do it. I'm telling you now, don't do it. You're going to pay a cost for it. You're going to pay a cost for it. And when I say that hurt me, it hurt me in a way that it caused me to become stagnant and what I was supposed to be moving forward and reaching reaching for. Thank God for um, him restoring me and helping me to move forward now. But it, it took me to a point where I wasn't able to, how can I put it? I wasn't able to um, just move forward, just to put it, you know, in simple, simple terms. We often talk about forgiving others, but for you to even mention like forgiving yourself for things like that's, yeah that's deep mm -hmm. I, I can honestly i can relate to that there are things that i i went off in the wrong direction in some areas and mm -hmm. sometimes it's when I mean, you're still like paying the price for it too yeah it's yeah. hard and it's so many areas like mentally emotionally 
financially, like, you know, it goes into so many, it affects our wellness to a point where if we do not sit down and this is what I did, I had to sit down and really have conversations with myself on whatever the matter was. I would sit there and I was like, listen, this is what I did. I, now that I know better, I can do better. Mm -hmm. Carol, forgive me. I would say that out loud. I needed to hear it in my own ears. Carol, please forgive me. And I, it's like something that circulates around, um, around the internet where it talks about um, apologize, you know, forgive the person you were back in the day, you know, and so you can move forward and grow in your journey today. So it's just like, that's where, I, that's where I am. And I honestly feel like that's where I will continue to be throughout life. It's not going to be a one-time thing. As much as it does hurt. There is some gratitude for those experiences because now it's like, now that you yeah. know better, you're going to do better. Or like the next time you go through something, you're going to keep that in mind of like, hey, this is the mistake that I made in the past. Yeah. I remember mm -hmm. how much it set me back. So I need to move. I need to move differently now. It's difficult. It's a difficult prayer to pray. But you know, I when it comes to asking for like God's will, letting God's will be done. Mm -hmm. Um oh. But I find that after going through experiences mm -hmm. where I've gone down the wrong path, whether it yeah. be a relationship, friendship, I now know that like I have to ask for God's will in everything. Yeah. Because, you know, if you just go down the path that you choose, mm -hmm. you you pay for it. Pay whether it be like it. emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. And Absolutely. so now just in all things even if it hurts mm -hmm. to pray it sometimes i don't even want to say it but listen i know i don't want to say it sometimes but i'm like lord let your will be done mm -hmm. um because i don't want to go through having to forgive myself or asking for your forgiveness in these areas again so yeah yeah and it's like time wasted you know or even i'm not gonna just say wasted all the time because like you said we have our lessons and we are grateful for it mm -hmm. it's we show gratitude towards it i'm just thinking about to when back when i was a teen and i literally had to pray a prayer that hurt me but it helped me mm -hmm. like i was holding on to a relationship that if i didn't let go at that time it was going to really destroy my future and destroy my future. When I say that, meaning because I wasn't letting go, it was not going to allow me to move forward. So it was just like, I had to get to a point where I was just like, you know what, God, I had to pray a specific prayer. And like I said, it was a relationship when I was a teen, I had to say to the Lord, I had to say, God, if it's, if it's like you said, let your will be done, your will be done. If it means and I had to go into detail. Us, <laughs> us, us no longer being together, like literally because God wants the best for all of his children, not just for the person that's going through. That's when you know you're growing and maturing and wanting and desiring God's will for your life because you start praying for the other person too, regardless if that person hurt you, regardless if, you know, what what has has transpired in the past that hurts that's a hurtful prayer mm -hmm. but it's an effect it's a it's a heartfelt effective prayer so it was just to the point where it was just like you know what lord <laughs> do what you gotta do that's the hard prayer because <laughs> when, when you when you ask that god will be like okay yeah <laughs> and that's when he moves and <laughs> you know when i i pray that too and mm -hmm. when i pray that i also add god give me the heart and the mm -hmm. mind to obey 
and the strength, girl. The strength to obey because we can't yes. do that in our own strength. And I Absolutely and I get not. what you mean when it comes to relationships because God won't bless you or God won't move in a certain area unless you let certain people go. Yeah, yeah. And it it's and it's true. hard, to, you know, and it's hard, especially when it's somebody who you hold so like dear to your heart. Yeah. Um, and you have a past with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're not alone in that. I have experienced that. Yeah. And yeah, I found that God wants to move me further, mm-hmm. but he can't if I'm still holding on to that hurt, holding on to that person that, you know, that situation. So absolutely. It's just, I feel like this is just a time where it's like, okay, God is saying you need to release you need yeah. to be free from this. And, yeah. you know, just talking about like forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, there was a, a sermon that uh, my church, The Gathering Harlem, did. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're in a relationship series. And mm-hmm. what I really like about this series is that it talks about different types of relationships. It's not just how to, it's not how to find your boo, how to find your bae. It's <laughs> yeah. about relationships in all aspects. So relationship with yourself, with God, with the people around you, yeah. different aspects. And so one of the things that, one of the sermons that was spoken a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. was about forgiveness. And I feel like that's an area that I'm, that I, I struggle with. Like I struggle to forgive others yeah. Even though I know that I mess up too and I I need forgiveness. Yeah. And so yeah, there was a quote that really stuck with me, something that my pastor said, Pastor K. Mm-hmm. He said, "Forgiveness isn't asking do they deserve this. It's mm-hmm. asking do I deserve to be free." Yeah. And Come on. I think for me, I've often kept myself in bondage mm-hmm. because of what other people have said to me what they've done to me, whether it was big, whether it was minor. Yeah. I would just hold on to like these grudges. Mm-hmm. And there were times where I thought I forgot about it. I thought it was okay. And time doesn't, time does help in healing wounds. Yeah. But sometimes there will be a situation that will trigger that, that mm-hmm. experience. And yeah. so there will be times where I thought I was healed from something. Yeah. And then something else comes up and I'm like, That's real. That's I real. feel like this anger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I thought I was done with this. Yeah. But I had to realize that, you know, I can't just let time pass. Like I can't distract myself. Mm-hmm. I can't distract myself. I can't just let time pass. I have to actually actively forgive this person and forgive, you know, yeah. what has happened to me. Whether I talk to the person. Yeah or not like there has to be there has to be forgiveness yeah you have to think about your freedom it's an action word it is an action word it's a verb yep totally a verb and I get that because I'm just thinking about um even in life when we go through we have to and someone that we're still presently connected to may have her heart you know hurt us or done something or we may have hurt someone else and it's just like we're going to have to put forgiveness in action in order to still maintain that relationship you know with um like we said with all all sorts of relationships that we have um, family friends uh marriages uh dating whatever it may be and parents i mean i said family but at the same time it's just like we have to we have to put it in action we do we do 
We do. I, I think that the, like we started off in the beginning, the biggest part and like that wanders around, um, wanders around in our mind is what's hindering us from doing it. <laughs> you know, what's yeah. hindering us from forgiving and then how do we work through how do we work through it <sighs> that i feel like that's something um that is, that's a it's a really good question <laughs> because it's like what's really hindering us from like getting freedom from you know from from being free of these things and mm-hmm. as i thought about that question i think it's just thinking about the work that it takes to change listen and like being comfortable um i think that for me i as i was just saying for me i would just let time pass Mm -hmm. and i would distract myself but as they say an idle mind is a devil's playground So so when i when those distractions when i was done you know distracting myself Mm -hmm. it was like like i would distract myself with work I'm like, okay, let me just, you know, focus on like my, my goals and stuff, which is good. It's good yeah. to, you know, convert that energy, that, that anger, that frustration. Um, but then you find that when you're done working, those thoughts are still there. Oh, forgive me. I dropped my phone. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, you just find that um, those feelings are still there. Yeah. And yeah. I think mm. just the thought of having to sit there with yourself, Ooh. having to sit with yourself and be like, god like what do i need to change or like what do i need to strip myself of it's hard to like just sit down and have those real conversations with yourself and with god and Mm -hmm. so that's that's it for me it's just really like yeah yeah, just the work i guess it's it's scary to you just don't want to see that part you know you don't want to have to get deep yeah so that's i can i can understand that for me for me it's the um I would, I would say, let me see, what's hindering me? I would say my emotions can be a part that would be a hindrance for me. Me too. I need to add that to my list. <laughs> my emotions. Yeah, because it's like it's such a it's such a roller coaster. It sounds cliche, but it, it, we really do. I'll speak for myself. I really do experience an emotional roller coaster, and just growing to learn um, to balance it. It's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. And I heard um, how I actually worked through it. I listened to encouraging messages and I pray, I sit and reflect. And yesterday I actually heard this really good um, message by Tony Evans. And it really, really blessed me. And uh, let me see if I can find it here for you guys. Okay, here it is, guys. I found it. The message that I listened to yesterday by Tony Evans was titled Strength in Your Struggles. And in this message, he mentioned like some things that we can do when we're going through things to help us to get through. And in our case, um, regarding our topic, it would be um, relating to letting go. So he said, it's not the time to run from God, but to him that we are to retrieve the characteristics of Christ during the crises of life regardless of our emotions in the circumstances and guys that really blessed me because it's just like automatically have a mindset reset regroup and take on the characteristics 
by drawing near to Christ, not away from him, you know, while we're going through those crises and, and while we're in the midst of letting go, because it can be a, a time that it's so hard for us to do, because it's like, for me, I wake up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm working. I, it's on my mind. I'm aware that I need to let go of things. And, but then the emo emotions like take over. So it's like, okay, wait a minute, Carol, Paul, taking that time to pause and then just be like, you know, okay, what is it that I need to do? Well, think on the, think on those things of, um, you know, Christ, like pray, you know, self-reflect and make sure I get words, you know, in a word of God in. So, yeah, it just helps me to um, acknowledge where I am and what mm -hmm. I'm experiencing, feeling it and moving forward. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. It's really, um, I would say for me, it's, yeah, just like you said, feeling through it and moving forward. Sometimes yeah. we have to sit in our emotions. We have to think about it. We have yeah. to face our, those things. We can't just sweep them under the rug and yeah. act like um, we're okay. We have to face ourselves. and Face it and feel um, it. It's, we have to, for me, I find that I have to ask God to renew my mind mm -hmm. daily as his word in Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable yeah. and perfect. Yes. And so I just have to ask God for just, you know, to renew my mind, my mm -hmm. heart, to yeah. guard my heart. Because um, our heart is a, our heart and our minds are powerful things. Yeah. And we have to just guard, we have to guard ourselves. Um, and just what we take in, we what do. we allow, what we accept. And you know, thinking of the message from um, the previous week um, in which I um, recall that story when I was at Bible study a few years back mm -hmm. and that man walked up to the group I was in and said, strip the distractions to keep the peace. Wow. I yeah. Often, that's something that I think about like every day. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what you have to do. You're right. Um, in those things, you have to strip those distractions um, in order to in order to keep your peace. So if that no means way. removing who you need to from your life or taking yeah. breaks, you know, from social media, whatever it is that you need to do to mm -hmm. um, just get yourself on the right track. Yeah, that's, even if it hurts. Even if it hurts, let me tell you something. It's so important because I feel like we turn to so many other things. If we don't have a quick fix on whatever we're going through, we turn to so many other things and look for a quick fix. But if we retreat back to God, like you were saying, and ask mm -hmm. him, that's the important thing. Ask the Lord to renew our minds. You're so right about that. If we're constantly distracting ourselves and we're not truly dealing with letting go, we're not truly dealing with forgiveness. We're not, we're getting not to the root. We're not getting to the root. Nailed it. <laughs> You're not kidding to the root <laughs> at all. No, absolutely. absolutely. I um, would also say um, for my for myself, when it comes to um, working through it, yeah. um, I try to focus on the now. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I ask myself, um, as like I said, as I mentioned earlier, I talked about um, my life, you know, when I lived in the South and how much I, I missed those times. Mm -hmm. And so I do ask myself, what can I do to enjoy my life 
yeah in the moment and to switch how can i switch up my routine yeah come on so like i make a mental note of what i enjoyed about living in florida and i try to replicate that yeah um so of course things won't exactly be the same right different environment i can't go to the beach (laughs) i can't go to the beach like i like i um used to but it does help me to feel better as i do explore new things yeah um so yeah just kind of taking a break from the routine not um you know being in the house going out getting some Mm -hmm. air getting coffee whatever you know visiting a friend in the city or whatever it may be i try to just create a new like a root a routine yeah essentially what i'm saying i totally get that for me it's and it's quite like for for me what i do it's being and what you're saying is the same being intentional about the work we need to do like mm-hmm. you know in order to move forward in order to let go and uh for me uh, i did say you know self-reflection helps but self-assessments has really been helping me i sit there <laughs> with myself i will see and acknowledge what it is that I need to work on, whatever's, you know, before me, I, and then I create a plan mm-hmm. for change according to whatever it is that I need to let go of, according to whatever it is that I, I, I'm dealing with. And then I make a plan for it and I, and I make sure I follow through. That's what helps me in the focusing on, you know, the right now on what I can do, you know, to move forward in order to let go. I, I won't let it get away from me. Keep it in the forefront. It's, it's that mirror work, that mirror work that's mostly important. Yeah. And when and I when I say mirror work, meaning like sitting there with yourself, even if it's literally sitting in the mirror and talking to yourself like, <laughs> you know, I, some people say, you know, you can talk to yourself, but don't answer yourself. But it's OK to have a one on one conversation in the right mind, um, in, being in your right mind, you know, and it's just like in the mind and right mindset is what I'm saying. And just saying, like being upfront and honest with yourself, looking yourself in the face, like, listen, these are things you need to work on. These are things you really need to, to um, change in order to grow. And that pretty much has been what God has been saying to me. It's like, you will not reach the level that I want you to reach or arrive at the places that I need you to be until you let go and free your hands of certain things in certain ways. It's like, it's a challenge, but I'm telling you, our actions will not be as effective if we do not first put it into action ourselves and like you said being aware that it's not our strength it's not our own strength but just being aware that we are able to get through or encourage others and make a change most effectively when god's love is operating through us you know being able to share his grace mercy light and love and it's through his strength it's literally breaking down for me praying, asking God for his strength, just like you said earlier, asking him every day, God, I know that I cannot do this on my own. I know that I cannot make it. Like I can't even, I can't even get out of the bed and focus on your will and what you need me to do if you do not give me the strength. Point blank, point blank. It's like he, he, he's given us, yes, he's given us a vision. He's given us the blueprint of what it is that needs to be done and what's required of us. However, realizing that it's still his strength that we need in order to let go, in order to grow and move forward, that's 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 the humbling part. That's the big part. That's the aha of all of this. <laughs> we need God's strength in order to do so. Yeah, and I, you know, when you were talking about having those conversations with yourself. Yeah. You know, I know people have different 
ways of, I guess, having like self-care or mm-hmm. like when it comes to journaling. And yeah. so for me, I, I will admit I'm not someone who really journals like that. I've tried to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I might try to give it another shot. Who knows? Yeah. But I think in those moments where, you know, people need want to sit and self-reflect, mm-hmm. I something that I have tried before or yeah. using voice memos yes so you don't I want do to journal too. necessarily come on um, what i would do is i would just sit and i would press record on my phone and i would just talk yeah and so i think that that is a good suggestion for so anybody good. who's like not really a writer mm-hmm. um or that they're not sure where to start just turn on your phone and just start talking so <laughs> you know i so um true. there are actually a couple of su- book suggestions that i have i know i mentioned one in the past yeah. But right now I'm reading um, this book called The Emotionally Healthy Woman mm-hmm. um, by Jerry Scazzaro, Scazzaro, forgive mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, right now I'm reading that book. And what I'm doing is um, it's pretty much a book that talks about, well, the subtext um, on the cover is called, so the book is called The Emotionally Healthy Woman. And at the bottom it says, eight things you have to quit to change your life and so what i'm doing is i'm reading through each chapter mm-hmm. i'm not reading it all at once because there's a lot of nuggets that you just you know you want to catch so yeah, i and apply yeah so i'm reading that and she also includes bible scriptures so what i'll do is i'll go to the bible scriptures yeah, that she's mentioned, and and not instead of just reading the the scripture, I'll try to read like the chapter or mm-hmm. like at least all of pretty much as much as I can to get like the gist, you know, of what she's you know fully trying to say of the story. Right, and so I'll do that, and um, I'll just like use like my highlighter. I'll highlight. I'll write maybe next to um a point that I highlighted with my own thoughts, or mm-hmm. so. I haven't gotten to this yet. I'm thinking about journaling as I go through because I just started it recently. I'm a few chapters in, but for those who don't journal, you could just maybe record and ask, you know, say, hey, I just read chapter one. These are the thoughts that come to mind. Yes, come on, And so you can even try that out. And there's also another book that, Mm -hmm. let me see if I have it near me. And speaking of the book that you're speaking of, I Mm -hmm. ordered it. I took your (laughs) advice. I did order it and I have to go um, pick it up because it was delivered, but I have to go pick it up. I can't wait to dive into that. It sounds like a really good read and, um, you know, nuggets to apply. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, (laughs) you you were, um, it's funny when we were on the phone the other day and you were like, let me just get this book now. (laughs) I ordered it while we were on the phone, guys. I did. I did. I don't take um, resources lightly. I don't take nuggets lightly, especially when we are really going through something and we um, could use that extra advice or extra encouragement. Yep. Listen, I ordered the book while we were on the phone. (laughs) I did. You know, as soon as I finished this book, there's another book that I bought. I bought a while back. It was in Target. Mm -hmm. And it's... um, I feel bad for like messing up people's names. So I'm going to spell it as well, mm-hmm. her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but the book is called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Whoa. And it's That's the, so um, good. I'm so sorry. I'm excited. That's so <laughs> deep. And it's um, repeat the title again. I'm sorry I interrupted, guys. You're so good. <laughs> it's called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. 
and it says discover how to move on make peace with painful memories and create a life that's beautiful again and the author is lisa turkhurst i'm gonna spell it for you guys it's her first name is l y s a and her last name is t e r e u r s t so yeah the book is called forgiving what you can't forget and so yeah i just feel like you know that's next to my my list mm-hmm. um and so i'm just really i'm pushing through the discomfort the discomfort in you know looking at those areas of my life that yeah. of my life that i've just tried to um that like control my life mm-hmm. actually and i'm just trying to like break those things down um getting to the root of it and just pressing forward because i i can't I can't be in this space anymore, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It gets uh, to the point where it's like, you're, you're encouraging yourself. It's like, you know, that, that saying like, I'm tired of myself now. Like, you know, yep. I and that's when you, it. that's when you move. It's so that's true. When you move. And my, um, my you. previous job, I would talk with my coworkers about that. Yeah. Cause like, there'd be times where I'm just like, they noticed that I was just really on it. And yeah. they were like, Jess, like, okay, where's this coming from? I'm like, I'm just tired. Listen, I'm sick of myself. <laughs> I'm, sick I'm sick of myself. Of myself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and one of the things that Jerry mentions in her um, book mm-hmm. is when you, um, like, reflect, when you ask yourself, do I want to be in the same space five years from now? Mm. Like, when it gets to the point where, like, the pain that you're dealing with is too much to bear, and yeah. you can't imagine going through it again in another five years of being mm. in that place. I think that Ooh. also propels you, that encourages you to change. Reality, and absolutely. So for me, I ask myself, like, do I really want to be holding on to this pain that happened to me like five or so years ago? Like, do I really want to be holding on to that right. <laughs> in another five, ten years? No. Like, right. I want to be free. I deserve to be free. God yeah. has called me to be free. Absolutely. So I want to move in that. Yeah, Jess, you're so right about that. I mean, nobody, I, I mean, I'm just thinking about myself. I do not want to be in the same place, let alone a year from now. It's really um, self-reflection and just being real with yourself and upfront. Mm-hmm. It makes you think on those things. So I just want to say thank you for joining us again on today's episode of Letting Go, Jess. And thank you so much for the resources that you provided, as always. <laughs> of course, of course. I What I'll do for y'all is I'll add in, I'll plug in the references, like, of what we mentioned. So, like, the sermons that we, the videos that we mentioned, yeah. even the books that were brought up, I'll put that in the description on the podcast, so cool cool so guys don't forget to check us out on our social media platforms you can find us on instagram our handle is well and informed and that's w-e-l-l the word and a-n-d-i-n-f-o-r-m-e-d and you can just um, reach out to us if you have any questions or comments you can email us at well and informed at gmail.com And I just want to thank our listeners again for tuning in. We thank you guys so much because you all continue to show up for us, not only just for us, but to see what um, whatever God wants us to share. I put it like that because we are humbly (laughs) his servants. So um, thank you again for tuning in so well and informed where we are encouraging you to be well while keeping you informed. Be sure to tune in to our next episode next Thursday, next week. And we're looking forward to seeing you guys there. Take care. Take care, y'all.